0: The Lave Review Project was our last best hope for news A self-contained podcast two hours long Located in neutral territory A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads Community members and developers A shining beacon in space All alone on a Tuesday night It was the dawn of the third chapter of Elite The year's space legs came upon us all this is the story of the last of the Lavian stations. The year is 3307. The name of the place? Lave radio.
1: and welcome to episode 338 of Lave Radio, the show that likes to talk about the universe of elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Fire otherwise known as Colin Ford, the Chief Archivist of Lave Station. And joining me in the Orange Sidewinder Bar for this episode, we have, as usual, our Head of Health and Safety, Commander Edleweiss, otherwise known as Ben Mosswood.
2: Give me a second, I'm still
1: warming the bits up for Chris. Okay. Our Inhuman Resources Director, Commander Shan. Hello. And of course, our uh, staff liaison, Commander Psyket.
3: Hello,
1: hello. If you wish, you can. Uh, well, are we in somewhere live at the moment, Ben? We we will be live. We will be in Odyssey. Other
2: there. than that, at the moment, I don't know. Um, I, I I'm trying to cook things.
1: <laughs> so, um, well, hopefully, you might be able to to spot Ben at a at a point later on. Yeah. But if you can't find him in game, you can also join the Twitch chat channel, which you can go through live slash live, click on the live chat, or go to twitch.tv slash laberadio, uh, or you could look up Lab radio on YouTube or on Facebook and we will be, we will be there. Um, right. Let's quickly go around the crew, see how they've been for the last week or so. So we'll start, um, as, as Ben is, is busy stuffing his face. Um, Chan. Right. What have
4: I been up to this week? Um, out of game. Not very much really. Just. Jam packed with work, so been super busy in real life. So, haven't had a lot of time to do much exploration uh, in this iteration of um, Odyssey. But what I have done, um, yeah, it's been interesting. A um, couple of questions though, Colin. Mm-hmm. Do we do we have a bounty on killing Ben this week? Oh, I, um, it's up to you, I guess. Um, can he yeah, hear? I it? Don't, I, See, I don't think I don't think we should pay money for people to kill Ben. Uh huh. I think we should just kill him because you know he's Ben. Right. Okay. And also, that was the last controversial thing I'm going to say for all episode. Ooh. Well, there there is a
1: interesting point of view. Let Let's see. Um, as as someone got a timer, we can start the timer. See how long he lasts.
3: Yeah, I'm on it. It's gonna happen.
1: Okay. Um, right. Psych it. How are you, Mr. Purple Tick?
3: That's me. I've just about recovered. Um, Mal did a very, very sweet thing for me over the weekend that I tweeted a link to that Ben and Colin both contributed to, which was, it was very bloody lovely. And I cried like an idiot on the internet for a fair amount of time, which was great. Um, but, um, I, I actually managed to venture out of the house today. I know. Um, but i i actually ventured to the house and spoke to a hairdresser, and I'm very excited about it and that's so lame being so excited about seeing a hairdresser, but that that's more than my week,
1: yeah right fair enough um uh Ben, are you now able to to talk
2: uh what have I been up to in the week? I've been uh odyssey grand theft because of course it's you know Americans and their backwards date to them it's four twenty and they go. And, you know, in Grand Theft Auto, obviously, they go, ha, 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 too. Because, you know, that's oh, the why? Kind of thing. Why do they like that noise? Yeah, because 420 is a certain... It goes up in smoke, maybe, sometimes.
1: I must admit, it must be going over my head. But then again, they, they've oh. got a strange word for the bottom, haven't they? Do they? Yeah. We, we, we confuse... A rear bottom for a... Oh, never mind. Let's not, let's not go there. Um,
4: <laughs> oh, I just wicked it. Ben, that's a little bit naughty to talk about marijuana smoking. Yes. America. But, you know, so, certain games embrace that lifestyle, don't they? They and certainly Grand do.
2: Theft, and Grand Theft Auto is definitely one of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah, that's basically... Yeah, that's... Work's been work. Life's been life. I've been playing Minecraft with the kids. I've been playing Sea of Thieves with the kids. I've been, I haven't been playing Roblox, thank God.
4: <laughs> I loved my playing Minecraft with that with, with the mini shans when they were younger. Yeah. I used to, I used to because we had the Tech It do you know the Tech It mod? Yep. Minecraft. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I, I made I made traps for them, so I put a little sign up saying "Do not stand Why? here."
2: Why does this not surprise me?
4: And then they'd they'd step on it, and it would look like sand, but it wasn't. It was gravel, and then would just plop into lava. And and then I used to spawn like machine gun nests where they could drop in and get guns and stuff. <laughs>
2: Uh, what, what I've mostly been doing, uh, is making secret bases where I can actually store my diamonds and things that I care about in so that my son doesn't go off and raid all my inventory.
1: Ooh, that's, that's not good. I was tempted to actually raid my son's house in Ark, but um, I, I haven't because basically it would just be, it'd be so much stressful.
2: That would be wrong. Exactly.
1: I wasn't going to do it. You thought about it, didn't you? I thought about it, but I didn't actually it. And the thought is just as bad as doing oh, it. Oh, so this is this is shan the thought police now.
4: <laughs> no no
1: i'm not being controversial i'm I, not being controversial No, think pure think pure for the emperor is that what we're saying um oh yes he has managed to total you know the the xbox commander i had it's a sidewinder that was trying to get to colonia
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah my my son thought oh uh, my father my dad tries this elite dangerous thing i'll give it a go oh what's this sidewinder flying about crash
2: Oh, oh, no. <laughs> so your sidewinder is no more.
1: Yes, the the, the shiny, shiny sidey is no more. And anyway, I couldn't play it on that account. Apart from yeah. that, um, let's see, I, I went down to see Hesperus, uh, gasped at uh, the lovely dredger, and uh, I think that's really been about it for me, apart from the, the mucking about an odyssey. So, right.
4: So what was his punishment, Colin, for blowing up your sidewinder you'd particularly spent so long trying to get to colonia? Well, like I said, I was tempted to raid his arc <laughs> stronghold. Two wrongs make a right. Yes, well, this, is, this is weird. Is Sean's turning into Kumbaya. He's going to get a guitar. <laughs> you, out I, I told you, it? I'll, I'm not being controversial this week. I'm not being, Tolly. I'm just pointing out the dents in your morality
1: from from you. Oh boy!
4: <laughs> right. Well, now
1: that we've all caught up with everybody. I think I think we should have a go at the uh, development news of being what's been done this week. Well, obviously on Thursday, phase three launched uh, with lots of patch notes uh, and um, uh, a massive stream. And uh, obviously, let's get straight into it. We've had uh, two hot fixes and we've had a load of people muck about with it. Can I have everybody's first reaction of what? they thought, of the exploration mechanic. And we'll start
4: with Shan, if you can. I don't think anything about it at all, really, which just shows how good it is. I I don't know. It just seems such a a missed opportunity to make it meaningful, in a way. I mean, I watched the Ant's excellent video Mm -hmm. um, uh, about it. And uh, so if you haven't seen it, go and see it. But he makes a number of really good points uh, um, about it. Like, when you discover a life form it doesn't give you any information about it at all it just says you've discovered bum fungus or whatever it's called (laughs) (laughs) you know it doesn't and that's such a shame because you know i think to to be fair if i wanted to go life form exploring i'd go to no Sky. yeah i can see
1: this this comparison coming up quite a lot now so apart from that,
4: the actual scanning itself did. Uh, was there anything there that you found positive? The new planetary surfaces and stuff like that are amazing, and uh, I, I think it was a yes. I will admit to watching a Yannick's video, but he did he did make a really interesting point. Is if you look at the base of the plants, it kind of merges in with the ground a bit. Mm-hmm. So they're not just like plunked on top. It looks like they're coming out of the ground, so I thought that was a, an amazing piece of detail that is easily missed. So, yeah, I think credit due to that. It was just the uh, the genetic sampling bit and all that other stuff around it. I found a bit meh. Yeah, quite understandable. Um,
1: right, uh, Ben, what's what your first impression of the uh, of the exploration mechanics?
2: Uh, I w- had a lot of problems f- identifying what was a suitable first footing planet because mm-hmm. um, I was trying to find. Yeah, you know, I was looking for places that are that you know they, they don't that they don't have you know f- uh, first visited by or something like that. Yeah, and yeah, you know, I found a bunch of places. This has nobody mapping it or anything it. Yep. I can land on it. Mm-hmm. I can scan it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I can get out and I can walk about <laughs> it and I can take selfies. Yeah, But apparently I'm still not getting any first footing mechanic, any first footing alerts.
1: Yeah, I'm not um, getting any. I haven't found any of those either, but.
2: Um, and, you know, I know, you know, for example, I know that we don't get them. You know, let's say we could visit Lave 2. Yeah. You know, obviously we would not get it in Lave. Because, mm-hmm. you know, people have lived there for, for, for a long time. Yes, Same population. idea, you know, we're not going to get it in solo, or something like that. So I was deliberately take it, taking pl- uh, systems that had nobody living in them or anything like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that were away from everybody. And I was still not being given first fitting. So I don't know what I've got to do to get it.
1: Yeah, I must admit, I think a lot of people have had that, that issue. They're trying to work out what the, the criteria is for the first foot.
2: Yeah. I guess we're going to talk about the genetic sampler in a bit, or shall Mm -hmm. I bring up my initial impressions of that?
1: No, I think, I think we'll, we'll hold fire on that until everyone's, everyone's finished, because (laughs) that, as you have quite rightly pointed out, has been quite controversial. Um, Yeah. Scikit.
3: Um, every part of it felt like it was um, unnecessarily padding the gameplay. Everything felt like it was. Um, I it. The my my initial reactions were a lot to do with the genetic sampler in general. Yeah. Like just generally disappointed I was in that, but um, a lot a lot of it felt like um, when it was being put together the. Devs had no faith in the visuals, so they deliberately manipulated the gameplay so that you would have to stay there longer. That was my first impression.
1: Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. There, there was, um, let's see. I mean, I, I think, if, um, I was, I think like, uh, Shan says, I was blown away by the visuals when you yeah. land on. On an atmospheric planet, uh, and you manage to catch the the sun right, and you are walking around the plants. It does feel amazing, to be honest. You do feel you, it has got that Mark Watney. I'm all alone on this planet, and I'm going to die soon. Feel to it, which which is kind of what you want. Um, but I guess. I do have two major issues with the mechanics that they put in, one of which we will address um, uh, later on. So um, just quickly, I mean, does anybody have anything to say about the new suit?
3: I mean, the jetpack's nice.
2: It's bouncy. Yeah. It's real bouncy.
1: <laughs> you last a bit, the battery power seems to last a bit longer. <laughs> but apart from that, it's, um, it's white and it, it looks nice. It
2: would be better in orange.
1: <laughs>
4: you want it in orange? Of course, you'd want it in orange. Um, I'm still not convinced by the whole suit loadout mechanic. To be fair, um, I think I'd rather have different size suits have different numbers of slots. You can put in whatever Seven you like.
2: And seconds. What? Well,
1: what? That's
4: controversial.
2: I think it's veering in that direction. Mm, oh, no. I know.
1: No, no, that's not, that's not controversial. This is just this is an opinion about the suit mechanics.
4: I mean, um, okay. that's
3: fine we're, we're by not, me. Okay, okay, okay. I didn't um, stop my time, and my time is still going. <laughs> yeah, oh, my, I'm still <laughs> going. Don't worry. I,
4: I, I'm not convinced with the with the suit mechanic. Really, I think they should. Uh, uh, you should have a, a certain number of slots you can then use for whatever you like. So you it's then a choice of how you load your suit out, just the same as it is whether you take a small ship, medium ship, or a large ship mm. to do stuff. And there are disadvantages with different size, different size suits. I, I, I'm not sure I like it being so suit specific because, you know, I, I still don't get why if I'm in one suit, I'm not allowed to take a, a spanner and another suit I am, so to speak. I just don't get that. Yeah. And there's been quite a lot of um, back and forth about
1: the suits, maybe having different kind of equipment slots, but, you know, um. <laughs> ah, so a bit like the ships do, so you can swap out your your um, I don't know, your scanner, your your cutter for a scanner and vice versa. But um, so you can change suit in the station now, can't you?
3: Yeah, they've added that.
1: They've added that. Yes, which I I think is a is a godsend because the mucking about with that panel when you're when you're still waiting about, it, I, I find that quite annoying.
4: So in, in this case, I think it's 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 a good thing they haven't gone for the more immersive emotes and things like that, because otherwise you get, you'd get see people undressing and dressing again in the middle of the concourse. Don't say things like that. You'll get Ben excited. He's already excited. I bet he thought it.
1: <laughs> yes, we'll probably come on to that with our, uh, with our uh, uh, community feedback later um right uh so uh let's see there's been a, a phase three hot fix there's been um what two of them so far and they've actually come back with some uh feedback because let's be honest the when the genetic sampler was first used by everybody i have not seen so much grumpiness since um i think multi-crew you think that's a fair assumption
2: I thought you were gonna say watching Waldorf and Stanton at the on the Muppets.
1: Oh no no, that's a whole actually he's he's, something, he's Yeah, I can't remember the
2: names. It's been a while.
1: <laughs> How about this they're not as grumpy as the Elite Dangerous Community was?
4: <laughs>
1: How's that for controversial? Anyway, the um the genetic sampler, obviously there's this mini game this the, uh, mini game which has happened uh which you've got to match the the spinning circles apparently the the genetic sampler is actually based on science um i can't remember the exact um uh, an acronym or disc that they they used but uh, brig. there you go brig uh, but unfortunately i think a lot of people were just complaining
5: <laughs>
4: Yeah, it's based on the uh, comprehensive resource analysis protocol. There we go. Yeah, people weren't happy with it. Too much spinning disks.
1: I mean, I must admit, I got the hang of it, say, after about 10 minutes, but it still wound me up. Really frustrating. Now, what they have said is that they have uh, replied in the feedback and said, we have heard you loud and clear about the sampling minigame mechanic and its place within Elite Dangerous. We understand that a manual reactions-based minigame is not a good fit in this context and will remove it in time for launch or shortly after. Instead, the tool will take samples automatically. Um, and this means that the circles instead will only appear to indicate the level of sample completion. So basically, you scan it once, you get the outer circle scan another one, it's the inner circle, and then finally the, the centre circle is the, the final scan. I'm assuming so. Um, so, good change?
4: What do you think? No. No? Okay, yeah. then, the reason why is I, I, the actual mechanic—the of spinning wheels and stuff like that—that that was completely. I think that was the wrong way to go in terms of mechanics because it has nothing to do with genetics and it has nothing to do with science. It's it's like the uh, it's just a mini game for mini game scent. What I feel they should have done is based it on uh, taxonomy. You know, where you you get genus, species. So basically, if you've discovered. A cousin, if you like, to the thing you've you've done. One of the rings is filled in. If you discovered a plant before, one of the rings is filled in. So basically, on how much you explore and discover is how quickly the scan works. So something to do with science, I think, would have been would have been would have been better. But just having a uh, you know, take a picture and automatically do a genetic analysis. I mean, that's that's tricorder mechanics. You may as well have a little thing that well, that's whistles. That's what
2: science actually is now, though. You know, they put a, you know they are putting things in and doing DNA sampling on stuff. It's not, it's not quite press F to do a DNA scan, but it's basically press F to do a DNA scan.
4: Just oh, takes I do a, bit have a so it has the information. That has led me to a, a tinfoil hat theory. Where he oh. says something. Well, has said there are four times the current number of lifeforms in Odyssey that there were in Horizons. So, according to the Codex, there are 41 plants that have been discovered so far. So, if you multiply that by four, there's 164 lifeforms to be discovered, at least. Right. Right. So, in a whole galaxy... Only having 164 life forms. Well, see that doesn't point to evolution. That points to intelligent design. So, <laughs> so, so if you remember your uh, your science fiction, um, there was quite a number of uh, books and shows and stuff that talk about a progenitor species that mm-hmm. seed the galaxy, and that's why all humanoids look that's in Star Trek look humanoids because they come from. So, I think that I think there's a, a progenitor species out there and that's why we've only got 164 life forms in 400 billion star systems
3: i got nothing to that um i i really really hated it just like what i was saying before about like padding um unnecessary padding for the mini game however thinking now back on it what i would like to see is um something that you could maybe go and sample some bits and pieces and then go and pick up something at your ship or go and do something at your ship which um, would allow you like some kind of mini game some kind of sciency type thing um, which would allow you to sequence or analyze um, the genome that you have and put it into a category um, in a bit of the same way that the DSS Module gives you like extra revenue or return from your exploration. It's optional, um, yeah. in a bit of the same way that, like, maybe an analysis module that you could put in your ship would give you more of a return on the samples that you pick up, just keeping it within the same theming as, um, current, current exploration is.
1: Yeah, I, I, I can see where you're coming with, from with that. Um, Right, uh, Ben.
2: One thing I think we've not really covered, really, is the whole mini game thing. Anyway, mm. I mean, I personally find mini games in you know, in Mass Effect, in Skyrim, in basically every game I've played that's got that idea. You know, the first couple of times it's yeah, okay, this is kind of fun, and then it's just like, oh, geez, can I not skip this now? <laughs>
1: Yeah, the Mass Effect um, hacking one on Mass Effect oh, I Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I
2: mean, I actually liked what Fallout did with, you know, if you put enough points into intelligence, you could basically, you know, okay, you know, I am a god at intelligence and I just see all the patterns and I can now just press whatever it is to hack the thing and it just auto-hacks it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I appreciated that in, in Fallout, but, you know, we couldn't do that in Mass Effect. No. I'm not a massive fan in Elite of the mining mini games that we have.
1: I think they're okay. I think the mining games are certainly a heck of a lot better than the than they're better The Better
2: than one. the the, flat, the g- genetics one, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm not a fan of them. So, you know, that automatically biases me against what was being offered with the genetic sampler anyway. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm far happier with press F to scan, and I'm not being interdicted. But I don't <laughs> have anything on me, so that's fine.
1: But as honest, long as it's not I'm a human, human player, because it I...
2: might it might well be a human. I'm just
1: see Shan. Oh, what am I call, Calling for his death already, oh Shan.
4: Uh, yeah, I was uh, I was uh, just picking up on what Psykit said about this sort of science lab um, idea. What they should do is they should um, they should fall back on the tried and trusted mechanic that you see people do in films and everywhere. Basically if they want to know what something is, they pick it up and they lick it. And they go, Oh, it's nice. So that's what you should do. You should lick space plants. Well, you mean just smash a space plant
1: through your helmet? Or just just flip your visor up and lick it. Psych it. Um, have you got anything to say about this this manic okay.
3: no, 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 I haven't. But I do have something to say about the mining mini game versus the exobiology minigame thing. Because you can choose not to do the mining mini game and still gain rank in trade. From what we can see. You had to do the, um, exobiology thing or the, the sampling to gain rank in exobiology. So it, for a lot of people that I spoke to, it felt like that was, it, it was completely gated off for them. I know it. Yeah. I know it's been changed, but at the time there was like this big wave of disappointment, especially that in itself was entire like you know like when the first time I came on I had a rant about colorblindness and all oh, yeah. of that kind of stuff I went off on one I am hugely um about ac- accessibility and be and all of that um sort of sort of stuff and for Frontier to be working with special effect and to have put something in the game that is th- that inaccessible that is a big red flag for me yeah. And I was super disappointed.
1: Yes. Uh, right, well, the, moving on from... Can I, can I oh, come on to my yet. point now, then? Yes. So, yeah, right.
2: I'm... Basically, I'm 100% with you there. Uh, I think... One of the things I feel is... A lot of people who do exploring... Are more into the... The more casual gameplay, shall we say. And all of a sudden, giving people who... Maybe only can do casual gameplay... Suddenly, having to this having to do this quick time event felt like it's literally trying to change the game for them, and in a way that's blocking them off from doing the game, the kind of gameplay that they enjoy. And so, so I, I yeah, I think for for that kind of person, I think having it removed is a good thing. Now, I'm okay. I would love it to be removed, to be swapped out at some point with some kind of puzzle-based mechanic. You know, we've seen examples of that people have mocked up. Um, You know, however you decide you ought to do it, you know, whether it's Shan's idea of licking the rock, because uh, licking plants is probably a bad idea, I think, whether or not nope, you're in a right or a vacuum.
1: I'd pay you money to see Shan lick a rock at the moment.
2: Or all certain mushrooms.
4: <laughs> Shan, your turn. Um, yeah, on the exploration... Topic. I I was uh, I was thinking about this today. Is that while I'm exploring, I I have a rough area of the galaxy I sort of want to go to or head towards, Mm -hmm. and really I want to have a reason to go and visit a planet, and then especially land on it, and then especially walk around on it. Yes. So if there are only at least 164 things to discover, for me personally, that isn't enough of a motivation to take time out from jumping to where i want to head to landing on the planet walking around and that i I just kind of i want a reason to get out of my ship i want a reason to land on a planet whether it's scenery or something strange there i I just don't feel that is in odyssey at the moment okay um
1: yeah i mean ben you want to talk about uh, the fact that plants aren't procedurally generated
2: yeah, I mean, I think it's one of the... You know, what, what is David Braben famous for, if not procedurally generated content? Then why the heck we only have 164, if that, kind of specific models and not 164 levers that can be manipulated based on the the components in the planet, the components in the atmosphere the levels of sunlight, and so on. Why, and yeah, sure, that might mean that everything's basically some kind of alien moss, who knows. But why we have all these fixed structures instead of procedurally generated biodiversity basics, I don't know. Uh, and I think it's, it's a real shame that we're missing out on David Braben's ProcGen art that he is so capable
4: of doing. To be fair, I'm, I'm trying to be neutral and non controversial today. So, to be fair, the 164 is just a guess based on a, a codex and the way, the maybe more, way, way, way more than we are aware of. So, I'm just putting a note of caution caution there. But regarding ProcGen, the difficulty with ProcGen is if you're not too careful, you end up with the No Man's Sky animal and plant models where everything can be related to uh, various organs and yes and know we've got bum fungus and stuff like that at the moment but uh, you know do you want to swap a bum fungus with front fungus for example you know it's you have to be really careful with protgen because it has to be done absolutely spot on otherwise it looks worse than just having the same cactus again and again and again right well um They've
1: actually responded to this idea of a, of a alternative sample puzzle that people have uh, requesting. Uh, their response to this was, we've seen the request for a puzzle-based replacement, but concluded from feedback that having a mini-game to take actual samples is providing unnecessary friction. Um, we understand some players would have preferred to keep the mini-game I'd like to know who <laughs> and have it adjusted. But we can't. at the
2: risk of naming one person out, I know one person who loves, who is in favor of the minigame and that's Osric. Um, Osric definitely feels that something's been removed from the game by him not having the minigame.
1: Oh, um, the majority of the feedback pointed to the conclusion that the exobiology game loop didn't benefit from the minigame at the sampling stage. So, if that's it, if they said right, they're not going to rework it as a puzzle. I think they've knocked that one on the head. I think it's also far too late in the the day to actually come up with a new one,
4: especially before release. So, what do you think they should have done then? Because I mean, I, uh, I, I said, personally, I, I, I'm I'm sad. Some that middle gap between just taking a photograph mm-hmm. and what we had is, you know, something I think skill-based or more interesting than just spinning a wheel. I think it should have been there. But if you ask me what should have replaced it, I kind of can't really put a finger on it. And that may be the point they're trying to make. Yeah, But I, I don't know, just sort of somehow taking a picture of it and go, there we go, it, there's that, just seems a bit, I don't know, anticlimactic. Okay. Can, I, can I be controversial Ben today then instead of controversial Shan?
1: Certainly. This should be good.
2: Oh, what, what what they should have done, Shan, is actually put some effort into the design of it, you know. And they maybe thought about certain things like, yeah, this is maybe can't be done for various reasons. Maybe remember that people can be colourblind. You know, there there are a lot of ways that the that some kind of genetic scanning mini game could be portrayed that do not limit who can play them. Unfortunately, Frontier didn't think of any of those, and (laughs) so we've wound up in a situation where we've got four weeks, roughly, to to do things, in which case then the only answer that can be done in time is bye-bye.
4: True. Yeah, just going on what Ben was uh, was saying, and again, I'm not being controversial here because I, I I could have made all sorts of horrible comments about not designing it and stuff like that. I, I just think it's I just think it's a shame they didn't look at uh, what other games did and what people enjoyed about other games, and either copied it or took the idea and, and and ran with it. Um Because the exploration bit, I think, is what a lot of in quotes traditional elite players were really looking forward to and, you know, if you feel like, it, it was the other side of the the scale between the full-out FPS pew, and those who liked the more sort of gentle scientific bit. And we talk about ProcGen plants. I mean, if you remember in the original Elite, each planet had its own little procedure generate description, you know, like, Levy is the home of the little cat people or whatever it was that have a little bit of snippet like that about it so why couldn't they have done something so even if the model looked the same procedure you generate some text around it to make it seem more interesting
1: yeah i mean that that's one thing that i've um that's also been highlighted by i think Obsidian actually touched on it quite well the fact that when you scan it that's it you just get your name and that that was it? I mean I was hoping for maybe some kind of harvesting mechanic as well, so that, you know, these plants could be harvested for mats or even commodities. But um that that didn't seem to be even anywhere on the cards. Psychic. Like
3: I would have liked a harvesting mechanic had there been a benefit to it. Say for example, you could have got maybe um instead of having to pick three sections you could get maybe um one or two depending on how quickly or how well you complete the harvesting mechanic
4: and by harvesting you mean licking don't you
3: yeah absolutely i mean licking
1: i so basically shans now got psychic licking strange plants
3: no absolutely not that should that was not steeped nothing sarcasm
1: (laughs) okay fair enough um I mean I'd like to move on to obviously the DSS the, or the planetary scanner. Um now this this is quite controversial because of the colors involved. Um and yeah they've they've said the following we have received many reports about planets being highlighted entirely in green by the detailed surface scanner. It is a known issue resulting from the new planetary tech not being in its final state. This is unlikely to be fully resolved during the alpha, but it will be fixed in time for launch when the planetary tech changes are final. Um, yeah, I, the, the fact that everything just goes completely sort of limey green and you've got to look for, for different patches. I, I mean, I had no problem finding where the big patches were. The problem I had was when I got down to a certain level, the draw distance for the for the plants was that far away from me. I was flying about 25 metres above the ground, and I still wasn't seeing anything. I I was finding that really, really difficult. Has anybody else had that kind of problem?
4: Not really, but then I've got a reasonable graphics card. Shanna, 3080 is beyond reasonable, mate. Modest. Um, can, can I just say something about the, the the colors and all that sort of stuff? Am I allowed to? Certainly. Let's let's, let's go for it. I, I've been using the new UI since the alpha, and I thought, well, okay, I'll, I'll give it a chance because it's new and stuff like that. But the whole purpose of a user interface change is to make it easier to do things in less clicks or whatever. They've done the opposite on that, and they've made it worse to use with all the different clicks and stuff like that and i really feel and hopefully psychic this will trigger her so she can be controversial rather than me but i would have hoped they would have focused more on accessibility more on colorblind stuff like that than changing up than having 10 clicks to do what you should take two i mean the whole green planet thing with blue highlight i mean anyone with a Bit of sense, like oh, blue and green together, they go well, don't they? You know, uh, oh, I just don't get it. Have they got no one there who thinks about usability and accessibility? Okay, so circuit, join in.
3: Just hire an accessibility consultant. These people exist. Hire somebody to like play your game and objectively, from an accessibility point of view, there has to have been that. There has to have been someone who was colorblind while they were playing it, because there, there has to. It boggles my mind that there wasn't. It really bothers me. Um, it is a, a role that they obviously need because it is so missing. <laughs> I, I I'm really upset. I'm really disappointed. More than anything else this is a this is a um the hill that I am more than prepared to die on. Um and it is not just a case of oh well don't play a game which I've seen which I've genuinely seen. Oh well if it's got flashing big flashing lights in it don't play it if you're photosensitive. Don't play it if you it gives you mine, um, migraines. No. Yeah. No, there should be there should be options for you to adjust that.
1: Yep, and I completely agree because um I mean I, I'm a fan of the, of, of the DSS scanner, so the, the, you know, the, uh, the new, well, the beyond scanning mechanics if you like. Uh, but of course I didn't realize that the flashing blue pulsing lights that happen when you're in the scanner, I didn't realize that that actually triggers people's he- headaches with people or, or the fact that, it, well, I don't think anyone's complained about a seizure. But I do know Turgeon is has, has basically doesn't play it as much because effectively it, it does his head in.
6: Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, uh,
1: there's never been hu- anything to switch it off.
3: Yeah. My husband has epilepsy. Um, and it's, thank, thank God it's not photosensitive epilepsy, but we play a lot of this game together and we both really enjoy this game and it isn't a case of. Oh well, we'll just turn it. We'll just turn it off, or anything like that. These are things that are super close to home for me. That really needs to be addressed.
1: Right. Well, um, has anybody got a final points to say about the uh, phase three so far?
4: Sorry, I was going to just follow up from what. Oh, God, God, sorry. I completely, I completely agree with it. Is that I, I understand development time is precious and UI design is precious, and they would put awful lot of space and time into redesigning it and i just don't understand what was so broken about the previous ui they had to change everything oh uh, is this for for the the um
1: the galaxy map and the and the system
4: but also the loadout thing I, i now have to count dots to work out what class something is you know, it just it just seems a change for change's sake. And if they're going to spend effort in doing something, as, as, as like it said, it should have been around making it easier, making it more friendly to use and not at risk of giving people headaches or triggering an epileptic episode. I just don't understand how something that any organisation, whether they do games or whether they do normal software, has to take into account accessibility. It's just good practice, and I don't understand why it's not been done here. Right. Okay.
2: I have one possible answer, um, Go on. Um, so, Orange Sidewinder says, is saying, I'm not colorblind, but I have awful eyesight. Think Penfold. I can read the, the labels in things now. So you can actually read the UI. So I guess that's a potential benefit if I'm reading Orange Sidewinder correctly.
4: Move your
2: head closer to the screen. <laughs> Katiana also apparently proposed the new UI. Yeah, I must admit,
1: um, I, I there are there are bits in the new UI which uh, mostly around the galaxy map and the, and the system map I really like. Um, I I'm, think I'm with you about the 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 outfitting, but the rest of the actual design of the the new system menus, I think I quite like that. I think the, the only thing I don't like from the new perspective is is the is the outfitting. We're just gonna to touch on something. We've had some comments about the um uh the, the scanner. So we've had Mal for the win. Wonder who he is. Sound familiar to anyone? Um he said that they could have looked into their own exploration mechanics, honk scan, FSS tuning. Uh a mini game to determine biochemical diet composition, this would have the same style that would have been great uh and a detailed sampling or prospector mechanic uh and we've had uh Tesnic about how about don't restrict the ability to scan plants right next to each other instead introduce a diversity rating after the first scan that will determine how valuable the scan is. You could prune your last sample if it's poor and sample again. Diversity can be based on things like distance and growth stage, etc. Higher di- uh, diversity equals higher payout. They're good suggestions, but like I said, they're not going to, they're just going to take them out though, aren't they? Rob, um, well, we'll go with Scikit first and then back to Sham for more UI stuff.
3: The UI and the stations, the outfitting, that was the one that you said you that you didn't like, is that right? Yeah
1: that that that's everything else I'm I'm really quite happy with because it reminds me of the fleet carriers
3: yeah yeah that that I like the fact that it is all um combined now and everything everything sort of matches up and it's 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 great for me anyway I really like that the ui and the the, the outfitting if that ship loadouts if I could set particular loadouts for my ship and then store them in there and then click on them to apply it in the same way that we can do that for suits, then I am all for it in that little loadout section. Um, If not, I am finding it a little bit confusing because it's like you can get to the same spot in two different spaces.
4: Yes, yeah. Um, Sean? Yeah, going to the UI again, although in fairness, they have now adjusted the the wheel of peroration, haven't they? inside the suit. and They've changed the way the you highlight and select energy kits and stuff like that in that, but I, I don't know, it, it just seems like they've they haven't tried a usability test on it the, the fact it's not hotkey to use your, your med kit or something uh, also in the galaxy map as well you used to be able to click on a planet, see what was in it, see you know everything about it now there's a little window at the top that contains it and it, it just seems to be fragmented and there's uh uh Boppa psn said in chat the new ui reminds them of windows 8 and it absolutely does it's windows 8 oh dear oh that's
1: could be worse could be vista anyway um <laughs> yeah uh so overall i mean has there been anything that you have discovered in the last week since paid phase four, that of sudden that has been more positive for you.
2: Star Citizen is an Alpha three point one three came out.
1: Oh, oh, burn! We'll be running a controversial <laughs> painting. I, I thought. Well, I somebody's thought has got to be. I thought we weren't going to be swearing like that. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Um <laughs> we'll move on to Psychic. Has there been anything that you've found positive? I don't say No, no Man's Sky I, release.
3: <laughs> no, no, i I certainly won't. Um I I really liked just the the um the the fauna. Um the floor flora, and fauna or like on the planets. I thought it I thought it looked really pretty. It made my PC chug. Oh, like okay. <laughs> But, you know, um, it's alpha, so I'm expecting, opt- um, uh, optimate, um, op- I'm expecting That's optimization. Right. But, um, it's, it's, uh it did make my PC chug, but I thought it was really pretty. But, um, <laughs> I, I couldn't, I couldn't really enjoy it that much because I was stuck behind that chuffing mini game, which isn't there anymore. So it's fine.
1: <laughs> oh, well, it's still there.
3: Well, it's still there, but I ain't touching it until it's gone.
1: <laughs> that is a very good point. Um Shan, was there anything that you found this week that you thought, oh yes, I'll I'm quite happy now. Um
4: the planets look pretty. Excellent.
1: Well, I'll tell you one thing that I found, shall I? Um you No, know, i d I've done a couple of salvaging missions, but this is the first time I came across one where there was an actual ship. And I didn't realize this, but one, if you find a ship on the ground that obviously pirates have shot the pilot already and and are trying to take it over. Um, if you take out the pilots, uh, the, the pirates that are running around next to this ship, I walked around underneath and I thought, there are access panels there. I got the cutter out, cut them open and it was full of goodies. Oh, I thought that was awesome. Well, sweet. Yeah, well, full of, you know, materials for, for your suits. It's
2: like, it's like a cobra pinata.
1: Yeah, basically. Well, in my case, it was an eagle pinata, but, um, I don't oh, Did what? you test the, did you test the power cells by licking them? You know, like you <laughs> do?
5: <laughs>
1: no. But, um, yeah, i I found that to be a, a very interesting little, um, little mission to run. Um, although they still haven't fixed the blooming uh, satellite panel that won't fall out of its place when you cut it. Uh, I hope that gets fixed because...
4: Oh, the tin, uh, the, 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 the tin bit that falls into your soup and you can't get out. Yeah, that kind of thing. It's just, uh, that's just
1: annoying. So, um right. Well, if that's the case, we'll take a little break and then we'll come back with what's been happening this week.
5: Live radio transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. So, what has
1: been happening this week? Well, um, we've had quite a few uh, little um, <laughs> incidents. Uh, we've had, on the 13th of April, the federal uh, federal reactions to, have been to the communication surveillance program. So, effectively, the feds are under Big Brother's eye at the moment. Um, there is a community goal. Uh, for Akron Delaney's campaign to build new starports, so is um, the usual: uh, take loads of stuff to uh, his his stations, and also uh, shoot down any bad guys around that area to make sure that the traders get through. Um, the Neo Marlinists that got defeated last week are now seeking sanctuary sanctuary in the Marlinist colonies. Um, that was a bit of a surprise. Uh, and finally we have, uh, the Adamansta Enigma. Now this is continuing on from the, uh, the discovery of the, the Hepferus, Hesperus, Hesperus, there you are, go. got it out eventually. Um <laughs> there may be more to come is, is the best way to, to put it. Um and of course the, the Marlinists are actually being accepted into the Marlinist colonies, but only after a stringent um screening process so that the uh they can try and find theta 7 or the rest of those d- uh, mad bombers uh so how do you think the story has played out
4: this week has it kept your interest Jan? Since I'm not being controversial um this week I'm gonna give a single word answer to whether the story has gripped me or not and my single word answer is no yeah okay fair enough anybody else been following the story or- I
1: have.
2: yeah I've been in- sorry go I a second. I'm I'm really I'm I'm
3: really interested in it. I don't think they're going to find State Seven by any possibility. Um, through through doing that, he's long gone. But um, I I have enjoyed enjoyed seeing it. Um, Frontier did a um did a tweet that was um in relation to the Adamaster stuff yeah. that's been going on recently. That was um certainly hinted at more to come in the imminent future which is exciting I think it's good to have these um, events that are actually driving the story forward
1: yeah um
2: Ben yeah I was basically about to say save the psychic there so completely and utterly agree with you uh, <laughs> and I've been loving Garnet News's take on it as well mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah there was a tweet that came I think I think on uh monday that said that um the hesperus and uh the uh the space dredger weren't going to be there mu- they kind of dropped a hint that they weren't going to be there for much longer so i reckon you've got till about maybe thursday if you want to have a look
4: um jan anyone yeah, else feel that um Wotherspoon and dudes galnet news should become the official news source pretty <laughs> dangerous you know, rather than frontier having I a resource the life, I think that's just like yeah I think it just should be uh it'd be well honey and well more interesting <laughs>
1: uh yes well as uh, hopefully we will have a galnet news for everybody at
4: the end of this this episode but uh, we'll just put an extra little bit of a plug here um, so, and, and actually, sorry, Colin, I was about to say for that little shout out, I'm expecting a Christmas card from Wuthering. Okay, <laughs> a Christmas,
1: or uh, or maybe even a galnet story about how nice Commander Shan is. Get your propaganda. No,
4: what? no, because they wouldn't believe it. You don't even believe I'm nice, so why would anyone else? <laughs> ah well, um, well, I'm afraid everybody,
1: it's that time of the week again. Score alert. Well, store alert number 117 came out this week. And if you're a fan of the Imperial Courier, they have put the Predator skins on the Imperial Courier. Um, hmm. Kind of, yes. <laughs> not not my favorite skin uh, on one of my favorite ships, I'm afraid to say. Anybody else got any thoughts?
2: The other direction. I, I love it. I love
4: I that skit. Yeah. Word predator and Imperial Courier aren't often seen together, are
2: they? <laughs> no, but it looks sexy. Um,
4: I was just thinking with the Store Alert song, though, we need to put the fish dance to it. The, the fish dance to it? Yeah, when it's on the show, when we, twi- when we stream it, we should put the fish dance to the Store Alert song. But it's, it's all out of time.
1: Yeah. What are you saying that we need to come up with a new dance to go with the store alert? Yeah, then the like
4: psychic. There you go. Strictly, strictly, come store alert.
2: I
1: think if you want, you
2: want to dance for the store alert, chat, dance. You, you, you dance for the store alerts. You know, none yeah. of us will stop you. You can get up on your camera and record it, and we will play it.
4: Well, actually, I think it should be Suverine because he's got the no, the. no,
2: no, 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 no! Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, volunteering someone to do this. I think you, <laughs> you want to, you should do it. Sorry.
4: We'll see at Lavecon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dance to
1: premiere at Lavecon. So there you have. You've got Suverine walking down to his, his brand new theme tune, and we'll have and Shan uh, dancing to it. Shan doing a funky bop after coming down to it.
2: Really <laughs> funky bop. <laughs> Shank can do the Zola dance to it.
1: Zola Dance. I must admit I'm stuck on that one, so well. what is the Zola dance?
2: From Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um If you've oh. not seen it, it, he they go to a nightclub and uh Zola basically doesn't fit in. But it's very funny. Just like me. Zemo. You mean Zemo. Zemo? Oh Zemo dance, sorry, not Zola. Oh. Zola's yeah. Sorry, Zemo, you're right.
1: And he has a nerve to con- complain about my pronunciation,
2: right? Not pronunciation; it was wrong. It wasn't that, it wasn't that the name of a
4: stripper or something Ben you were talking about the other day. Uh,
2: might be a stripper name. No, isn't Zola Z- is the German scientist? Isn't it? Isn't he? And I, I think Z- Z- Zemo's Z- Z- the, the other guy. Yeah, well, anyway, he might be there, but he might be a robot now, Who knows?
1: Anyway, we've got to move on. Otherwise, liking Marvel yeah. films is. People think I've got a personality next.
2: Right. Um, oh God. Hang on. I've got one thing I have to add. I'm sorry, Colin. Bopper is saying Souverine needs to be wearing a grass skirt for it.
4: No. Oh, All I, I can I'm say sorry. is
2: better in a grass skirt than Shannara. Colin.
4: colin. Actually, colin, cause Colin's colin got the figure for a grass skirt. So yeah.
1: Colin has. I don't. Dear listener. This is the point of the show where I normally have know I've lost control.
4: So I, I just can think, just see Holly wearing like a coconut bra in a grass shirt. Yeah, but I would quick, wear a coconut bra. Right,
1: quick, go to an ad break. Go to an ad break. Cut <laughs> this now.
7: I spend so much time in my Imperial Trader. I find it really hard to meet people. I mean... When do you get the time
6: to go to bars when you're taking on courier jobs for the military?
7: But with venusdating.com it was so simple. I just put in my personal details and they found me my perfect match.
6: I really thought it would be difficult but Venus Dating made it so simple with so much in common.
7: We both like movies, walking along the beach at sunset,
6: browsing imperial shipyards.
7: And of course, since we started dating, we've discovered that we both really love (laughs)
5: shooting (laughs) shooting Thargoids.
7: Let your voyage begin with venusdating.com for every first encounter.
8: 4. Go to FuelRats.org and click Get Help. 5. Stay calm, hold your breath, and let our seasoned professionals do what they do best. The Fuel Rats. We have fuel, you don't. Any questions?
6: Are you struggling with paying fines? Do you lose sleep in hyperspace worrying about docking at the next space station? If the answer is yes, then you need to call Cowell & McGrath Fine Management Services. I got scanned while in Federation space and was caught carrying slaves. It was an unexpected expense that I couldn't afford on top of my fines for damaged caused whilst docking. We can help you consolidate all your existing fines into a single large fine, payable in regular instalments at what is almost a competitive interest rate.
7: I called Cowell & McGrath Fine Management Services, and they helped me pay my existing fines before I got a bounty on my head. They really saved my life.
6: At Cowell & McGrath, we've helped thousands of pilots whose fines had spiralled out of control. I dared not go near a police star system. got so desperate that I'd almost resign myself to a life of piracy. Luckily, I found Cowell & McGrath's services before I actually murdered anyone in cold blood. No fines too big, no criminal record too damning. We're here to help you. No questions asked. Find us in the Lave business directory.
7: I'd got into debt as a result of a massive counter lawsuit by Watt and Pritney. It happened because I'd taken advice on Python protection insurance from... Wait a minute. (coughs) It was you!
6: Carolyn McGrath. Minimum liability, zero accountability. Warning. Balances may go up as well as down. Missed payments may lead to repossession of your ship, seizure of cargo or the issuing of a death warrant.
1: And welcome back. Now, as you've probably heard, we have been a little, well, harsh, or would you say constructively? Strain. Well, yeah, okay, we've been we've been harsh uh, about the uh, exploration mechanics that have been uh, uh, unleashed so far in uh, Phase Three. So we thought we'd try to turn this on its head and try and work out. If there's anything they they could anywhere they could take it, which would get you a little bit more excited uh, than uh, where we were before. Shan, you seem to have a. You said you had a little bit of an issue
4: trying to come up with any alternatives. I was trying to think of a, a meaningful replacement to the mini game. In that, on one side, I don't like the idea of taking a photograph of it. and, oh, it's one of those. On the other side. I would want whatever mechanic it is to be relevant to genetic sampling and the science. So somewhere in the middle, there I think there is a there is something that's both fun and interesting. Because remember, you're going to have to do this quite a lot of times. It's going to get repetitive if it's just the same old thing all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was with you know the, the, the semi seriousness suggestion of actually taking a sample of it. And as I said, maybe bring it back to your ship or you could shoot a bit off of the laser or a Dyson multi-tool or something like that well, that in, wouldn't in, that you would naturally try and do if you were trying to classify something genetically. because I think it's, I think it's Stephen I should said in the, uh, in the chat earlier that um, <clears throat> you, you know you would you would have to start almost from scratch each time if you didn't know what it was. but you can use taxonomy to work out what family, what genus, what kingdom, etc., what species an item belongs to, just simply by looking at its genetic code. It's the same as COVID-19. The reason why we know it's a coronavirus is because it shares genetic similarities with other coronaviruses. So having that kind of sampling ability and being able to cross-reference it with stuff you've already done before would, I think, make it more of a a science-y sort of exercise than trying to line the dials up. Okay, that's a, that's a good suggestion. Um,
1: ben, do you have any uh, any thoughts on this matter? I
2: mean, yeah, I agree with what Sean's saying about the using prior knowledge to do things. The where I would probably start is investigate how we, you know, determine sort of DNA and all that kind of stuff in real life and then see how I could gamify it, um, if I could gamify it. You still, I, I mean, I, I'm playing everything through my I don't like mini games thing, and I'm trying to think, what would I like to do? So it's not actually mini, mini game for mini games sake. It's meaningful content that I'm looking for and trying to identify and trying to size the shit out of this plant. Hmm. And yes, yeah, sort we're of saying okay. Well, it looks le- it looks a bit like fungus, but these things are different and those things are different. You know, maybe, maybe that would count.
4: So and would the more and...
2: the, the more you could identify, and the more work that you did up front would mean the better the payout that Vista Genomics would give you. Vista Genetics, sorry.
4: So, have something like where you. Um, let's say you discover a plant and that reveals a certain set of plant chromosomes. So when you're presented with it, you think, oh, okay, I know what those chromosomes are, they're plants. And then you, you basically almost have a, a mechanic where you match the, slight, the chromosomes up and the genetic, you know, A, T, G, whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, that sort of thing, to to make it more sciencey based, based on what you've already known. I, I don't know which is a bit boring here. But...
2: Yeah, I mean... Possibly is, is the short version. You know, obviously you don't want to do something that's going to require you to take four years of, of university degree just to get the gameplay of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Too much science, not enough fun. It's like, yeah. A-
3: yes. To all of these suggestions, it's very, it's very positive and it's a really good, really good idea. However, I like making that an optional thing to do. So you can, you can grab a couple of samples from a plant and take it back. And it's gonna it, that that's gonna net you an uh, uh, x amount of um, x amount of re- revenue. However, if you either take it back to the concourse or there is a module in your ship that you can use um, to like as an um, analysis lab or something like that, where you have the little interface on the screen where you can do this matching up thing then there's your benefit to a having a ship and flying around and doing it on a ship rather than being um a, uh, an apex explorer although I don't really see how that would really work being able to being able to do that and then net yourself more of a revenue just like just like Ben said
4: sure yeah, I just want to pick up on a sentiment that was in live chat uh, where BopperPSN PSN said if you're sorry for the poor devs he spent coding and testing it and then only to have it taken away. And I I do feel for them having to sort of put all this effort into it, then they get a storm of criticism and go, no, we're taking it out. Um, So if there was a way stuff they've done can be reused in some way and maybe changed, I think I'd I'd prefer that than rather just saying, no, what what you spent the last X amounts of months doing doesn't count, off it goes. I
3: completely agree with you. We talked about that earlier today, Um, just about – about how, like, I also feel incredibly gutted about for for the for the poor um, people who have genuinely been working on this and who, for some reason, thought that it was a good idea. Um, but yeah, it's it, it. I'd love to see that sort of mechanic, but it, used differently. Like, even if you're just like, a lot of people talked about. Um, did that thing. There was that thing that was making the rounds of um, the different. Uh, a bit Tetrisy, but you're turning it manually and then finding the right spot for it, and then turning it manually and finding the right spot for it again. If they could implement that, like on a ship, as an extra thing to do, I think that'd be really cool. Do you think they'll
4: put something like it back in again? Like, remember the engineering used to have the uh, casino wheel, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. No one really liked the casino wheel, and they eventually they changed it. Do you think this is something they'll? They'll look at what they can salvage and rework it and then put I, it back I, in it
3: I'd like to see something um like implemented along the lines of when the DSS was implemented. Um the DSS and the FSS came in and it it completely changed the way that we do exploration. Um you could take the mini game away and then add it again as an optional mod module in a slightly different format that's more accessible, and then you're still using Using that um, those mechanics which have been well, th- those sort of mechanics that have already been worked on. Hmm.
4: Yeah. It, 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 in my adult brain, I still have this picture of this tongue flicking out of a spacesuit and then licking it, and saying, "Oh, it's a one of these." Um, but yeah, I think <laughs> maybe that's what you need. We need the the Shan artificial tongue.
1: <laughs> it licks rocks, so you don't have to.
4: Wow. <laughs> Well, being serious, I think think we're in general agreement that it needs to be something more than just take a picture and and, and there you go. Um, Because I really feel sorry for the devs who worked on this and and stuff. But then I suppose being a bit cold-hearted about it, the finger should point back to the designer who thought we need to do it like this. I don't know. I mean, a
3: a lot of development is is feedback-based as well. So... There's nothing to say. It's not. It's not something that they were already used to. I'm very surprised that it got pushed out in the first place. It feels completely out of out of tune with everything else. It's, I'm not, and I know that the mining um, subsurface mini mini game has got a little bit of timing with it. But there's still that. I um, just uh, thought
4: we'd take a flyer. We'd just, just try it and see what happens. Maybe, yeah, I suppose. You know, it's we, we we just put it in. We'll see if they like it, and see if they don't. And if they don't, we'll go and rework it. Maybe it's 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 just something as simple as that. It's user acceptance testing.
3: Mm, uh,
4: yeah, that that could be. A way. I mean,
1: what do people think about maybe adding a harvesting mechanic, where you know it's either becomes a wanted commodity or uh, or for
4: for materials. Do you think they should put a crafting? in it i mean like, like for you colin you could go out you could see the cactus feature you could harvest a cactus and then turn it into a space cactus bra or your straw skirt or something.
1: <laughs> i was really wondering where panicking where you were going and i was right to panic um yeah i mean no let let's be let's be honest we're not going the full no man's sky um kind of um Crafting here because they, they've said that's not their kind of uh, the kind of thing that they wanted to do. What was on? No,
4: about, it motivate players. doesn't it?
1: Oh well, yeah, it does motivate players. But you you need that opens up the whole yeah. base building stuff as well, which can lead to trouble. Uh, although, if you think about it, I mean, you could get two chemical two things together, create some kind of compound, and then sell that, but. Take yeah. your
4: own materials instead of instead of you could almost be your own material broker if you got the elements that made up this particular material, then could you not get them and then combine them yourself in your ship to make the material I know we sort of have a synthesis but we don't you know we, we don't we don't in ourselves we don't take um, chemical distilleries mix them together in some sort of stew. Get a chemical manipulator out of it. That's all the crafting I'm talking about. So we don't necessarily need to have the, uh, material traders unless we don't, unless we need them to.
1: Oh, right. So basically, say for instance, you need something for, uh, for that laser that you need. And so you, you find a couple of crystals, grind them together and hey, presto, you've got the, the focus crystal that you've always wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Ben?
2: Shan, you can take your crafting and you can (laughs) shove it where the
4: sun doesn't shine. Oh, that'd be the dark side of the planet, or yes. the dark side of your moon. Why is that, then, Ben? Because crafting sucks me donkey balls. That's why. So I didn't quite um, understand the meaning of that, Ben. Can you crafting sucks
2: arse. I hate crafting. It is shit. Please, no. Fuck no. Nine. No. Yet. So no. I wish there was some way that you could be like a
3: little bit clearer about your feelings about this, Ben. Um, you know what? Actually, maybe it's a good idea.
4: <laughs> in, in, in all seriousness, Ben Can you say a reason why Being able to fabricate your own Materials instead of the Material broker, you wouldn't like that
2: Because I hate crafting in games In general, I hate crafting in Warcraft I hated crafting in MMO, in Multiplayer dungeon Things back in text based stuff I have never found it An engaging mechanic And I've hated games which has made me do it
4: Have you engineered your ships much?
2: Yes, and I hate that as well. I hate feeling in a position that I have to do an area of the gameplay that I dislike in order to be competitive.
4: You are the Grinch who stole stole engineers, aren't you, Ben? Well, let's
1: let's be fair. Um, Both me and we had really, really bad experiences with engineering, right to start with. Don't think we managed to get anything decent in the in the RNG while everybody else seemed to be getting <laughs> tons and tons of stuff.
4: Oh, I got some great stuff, yeah.
1: I know you got some great stuff. Did we? <laughs>
3: the RNG times were the dark times for us, although. Oh God, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, <laughs> are, the engineering became okayable just.
1: Yeah, I, I think they with off, the
2: thing, but even then, I've still not gotten you know rank five and everything because I can't be asked going out collecting all that shit.
1: Yeah, I must admit, I'm, there's still about two or three engineers
4: I haven't yeah. just, I just
1: can't.
2: Yeah, I, I was just oh, let
4: me find a know, spoon it,
2: and scoop my eyes out with it.
4: That's an alter- like. It'll be an alternative, not an instead of. But as I say, we're just looking at stuff to do. With these, with the plants and stuff we find on on the planets, I guess. Like yes, yeah, I,
2: I will happily sell them. And I would, I would, being serious actually, if mm. I stumble across a plant, I would very happily shove it up on an auction house and let you buy it from me for a billion. Dense, entailed weed. I would happily put it up on it. Yeah, I mean, i I'm, I'm in favour of auction houses and things like that. And if I can buy. Various chemicals that you've manufactured, Shan. I will do that if I can sell. you If I stumble across the raw materials and sell them, are and then you, you can buy them and craft are, them. I'm okay are, with that.
4: Are you inferring I am elite version of Walter White?
2: You might well be. Yeah, I, I can see that happening.
1: So, so there we have um, an image of Shan in a Type
4: Seven cooking meth. He wouldn't be hey. like in a like on. No, won't be no. a like. You know, a, Lacon, a, a Lacon is the single most inconspicuous ship in the galaxy. So, yeah, it, it is the equivalent of the RV in Breaking Bad, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And the fact that you'd be in it would just sort of try and throw everybody off the scent, wouldn't it? And I'll, I'll have crew members to test the meth on. Yep, yeah, okay, go with that. <laughs> and once again.
2: Katiana have... is saying she should be able to buy our ships engineered or buy. Yeah, you know, buy pre-engineered. Mo- uh, yeah, I'd be all right with being able to buy a pre-engineered module only from Liz Ryder or something like that. I'd be all right with
3: that. We can um, buy some from tech brokers already.
2: Yeah, but if I could buy a fully engineered multi-cannon from Todd the Blaster or something like that, I think that's a great idea. I'd I would happily
4: pay over the odds for that. So uh, exploration, then. Yes. Yes. We saw, I said earlier I really like the planet tech and things like I that. I love the planet tech. Yes, um, the thing I've noticed is the planets have got awfully bumpy. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that's helpful, or would you want flatter spots? Because I mean, it's good to have terrain, but it almost feels like it's um, you're trying to drive, drive an SRV over one of Mrs. Shan's Yorkshire puddings.
2: No, I want um, a, I want to speed a speeder bike.
1: Yeah, you you basically one one of those skimmers, really, don't you? You're yeah. one of those skimmers with a little little pod on the top.
2: I would be delighted with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I must admit, I'm having trouble with the SRV. Is anybody else with the new planetary surface?
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: How how long have you managed to keep yours alive for? Because I think so, mine lasts about five minutes
3: on Saturday um mal and i took um part in the first um the elite races set up a race um in alpha um to drive one one person was in the um slv and one was in a cobra mm-hmm. um and it was there were quite a few teams and the game chugged so much when so many people got together <laughs> which you can expect because it's alpha and all of that that's fine but I was having different rocks spawn in front of me to what Mal was seeing. Oh dear! And that is problematic when you're going very fast. And um, the whole idea is that the well, I say very fast. I was going mm, sort of fast, um, but we gave up after about an hour, um, right. and um, it was it was tricky. It was very very tricky. It's um, it's difficult when when things spawn just out of the blue there were rocks spawning directly in front of me and these were big rocks that i couldn't like quickly boost and get around so i understand now potentially why they changed a lot of the slv di- um mechanics
1: <laughs> yes that i mean i must admit i i took my SRV out while doing a um a couple of these scavenger runs. Oh, actually, no. It was I was looking for for life, and there was, I saw this red patch over in the distance. So I thought, "Oh, I'll just drive there with the SRV." Almost didn't make it. <laughs> My SRV was at about twenty percent by the time I got where I was going, and at the end of all that, um, <laughs> there wasn't any life there, which
4: just a red patch on the ground, which is yay. So. I in chat it was just a reminder that uh, Dr. K mentioned that the newer planet texture is supposed to reduce the random distribution of rocks. So it's supposed in the in the final version, the rocks are supposed to be less rocky and uh, and smoother. Apparently, cool. Is there is there any
1: f- other final things that you'd want to want to see in exploration
4: so far? Is it? Do you think that we need a lot more plants. I think so. I mean, that and the ability to name plants. If you discover that, oh, no. you should get name it. No, 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 no. No, that's
1: <laughs> that. We've seen what happens in No Man's Sky. In fact, you... <laughs> Neon Dan did an entire song about what happens in No Man's Sky.
3: And we've already <sighs> had our fungus appear. We don't need anything else. <laughs> I've actually based on the actual
4: names that the game has given. them. I'm sure the developers knew exactly what they were doing when they put that name in there. So I'm no you know, I'm sure they, I'm sure they did. But I would definitely more, as I say, I want a reason to, to want to go to a planet, land, go on my ship, and walk around it. And I want, I want that reason to have a detour from my jumping thing. And I, I'm struggling to find it, but I want the reason. Doing that. Yeah, I, I think I'll agree with that.
1: I think I have that reason. Oh, go on then, Ben. What's the best thing
2: that we all like about Elite Dangerous? Being mm. in a spaceship. Second best thing:
1: flying the around the community. galaxy, the taking, fo-
2: taking photos of it.
1: Uh, well, that'd be about fourth or fifth down my list, but never mind. Oh,
2: yeah, okay. But, you know, why? I wonder if there is a way. That you could get credits for taking in-game photographs, essentially.
4: I mean, <laughs> like in Jurassic World, you get a photograph, get money for taking photographs of dinosaurs. Do you?
3: Yeah, you get money for taking like the photograph of a Triceratops arse or something like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm just wondering if, so something like that and, you know, the more unique things in the photo, the more money it's worth, the location, and if there was some way to quantify the beauty in inverted commas, that that I think could be very good, very compelling, very fun gameplay. That actually is why explorers go out exploring.
1: So basically I, a big photo competition.
2: Well, I don't think explorers go out there to scan flowers. No they go out there to see all the views, don't they?
3: I think that that would have an it. That I, 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 I have hmm. explore. <laughs> it, it's difficult to um, use a an algorithm to quantify how beautiful a picture is.
1: Yeah, that's that's where I
3: that, was going with. that. Yeah, that, that was the, the wording I was trying to figure out. Um, yes, you like I. I the, the reason I said taking a picture of a triceratops arse is because I could spend for age and absolute ages getting the uh, uh, triceratops beautifully um, centered in my um, screen or use all of the rules of third I could possibly want. And I'd get the same money if I took a picture of its ass for five seconds. You know, <laughs> it's... Um, it, it it would be difficult to quantify that. Um, I I just I just want it to be more accessible. I am a broken record at this
4: point, but so how many hundreds really... of hours in Jurassic Park have you spent lining up the perfect picture of a the house?
3: first the first sort of like five times? I was lining up the first uh, the perfect picture and stuff, and I was like, "What what the hell are you doing? No one's going to see these pictures. I'm just going to just." take a picture and see how many dinosaurs I can get in one shot. And it was a mess, but I got a lot of dinosaurs and I got a shed ton of money for it. So quid's in! Yay!
1: Well, I'll just have to say special thanks to to Cloud Atlas because he says that's a, or he, she says that this is a very cool idea but remember, this is the show where good ideas come to die. Thanks. We're full of good ideas on
4: this show. Yeah, but apparently we killed Hello. them had loads of good ideas. Just this one show out of all the 300 and something If you If you took this show apart, you would see more good ideas than at NASA. You really would. You've got you know, you've got, for a start, you've got licking the plants, you've got Colin in a grass skirt, you've got submarine dancing to a song. How else do you get quality ideas like that other than this show?
3: Quality Tuesday Night Entertainment. This is what this is.
4: Uh,
1: yes <laughs> with with your own sham uh, artificial tongue so <laughs> i think we're going to call a call an end to this one here
5: live radio transmitting to every corner of the galaxy on, then.
1: now we have the community corner now this is what everybody's been up to uh for the last week or so that uh, caught our eye uh, and i'm going to give a Call out to Commander Bapster, who has done his own low-flying <laughs> Top Gun video. Um, this normally involves people standing on the ground as someone flies over them as close as they can to their heads in a Cobra. Uh, it's it's quite fun to watch. Obviously, you're not knocked over by anything like that, but um, it's certainly if you're not expecting it, then it gives you a bit of a fright. Uh, and then they've decided that um, there's a new sport. You've basically got to jetpack over a Cobra as it flies over under you at high speed. So we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Uh, <laughs> I want to know how many people were splatted on the windscreen
4: <laughs> as they were
1: trying that. But, uh, and
4: now you actually run over people.
1: Oh, yeah. That? Oh, in your ship. I've seen yeah. people get squashed by ships. You weren't. I know that but I have seen people being squashed by ships, and I have run over NPCs in my SRV. It does your SRV a surprisingly amount of damage, actually. I was quite surprised by that. Yeah,
4: I'll have to try that.
1: Yeah, so you're going to have to try your Death Race 2000, which would oh, have been... Uh, not, uh, not this week, not this week, because I thought I'm being good. Non-controversial. No, Commander Sorrenti Elite Dangerous has done uh, some station interior comparisons. Ben, do you want to take this one?
2: Uh, basically, he went off and did a whole load of screenshot comparisons, and sadly, as I think we've all seen, felt, thought, there ain't a lot of difference.
1: No, it's just a kind of tinge, isn't there?
2: It, I know somebody was basically comparing things, unfortunately, to Instagram filters, basically. Yeah. Uh, which is you know, maybe a bit unfair, but I can see where they're coming from.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's there's not much we can really say to that it just looks like lighting changes which come from yeah. the outside of the sh- outside of the uh um uh, the area anyway
3: can I just add that the agricultural one is hideous that green tint over everything or like it's like a weird green haze yes I dislike it entirely it's so murky and it looks like you're you you it looks like it's gone off.
1: <laughs> you know, it, it reminds me actually of the of when you when they were in the Matrix. The Matrix, if you're walking around the Matrix, everything has this slight
8: yeah sheen,
1: sheen to it. Whereas the uh, were in the real world, it was more well normal.
3: They put like um they put a green f- um filter over the end of the camera oh. to achieve that, and then a blue filter. I believe it is blue. I've watched the, um, the extras to that film so many times. I think there is a blue filter um that they put on the, oh, the real. Um, real world to yeah. make the make the colours stand out and pop a little bit more.
4: Yeah, if, if, sure. if yeah. If you've ever um been to IKEA or somewhere like that and tried to have a kitchen or bedroom designed. By them, it looks. It looks like they're trying to uh, design your kitchen on their computers just by uh, having the same cabinets and just subtly changing the color to give you. Oh, this is the this is the uh, this is the uh, jungle delight color, and this is the raspberry ripple color, and you know whatever the uh, exotic yeah. name they give it. So, I mean, fair, fair fair dues to Commander Baxter for spending the time. To match the screen set, but I think this is just further vindication of what we spoke about last week of, of how missing the soft kind of human non game mechanic stuff is.
2: Can I just clarify something very quickly, Shan? Baxter yep. did the low flying oh, ship. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Commander Sonnet did yep.
4: the station interior comparison. Oh. Oh. Sorry, Commander Cernan, but yeah, it, it just, as I say, it just shows how lackluster that bit says. So I'm not dissing the amount of effort they're spent designing it. It's just, I don't know. It's just, Well, it's, I, I think we're going to have to give them a, a, a chance to,
1: I mean, when you remember the original release, every station interior was the same. And it wasn't until, I don't know, 1.3 or 1.4 when we started getting very, um, serious differences in the in the station interiors i think you you we had two which was standard industrial and then really really expensive high-tech really rich high-tech and that was it and then if you look at it now you've got uh, quite a few variants so i think we'll just have to wait and see whether or not they
4: enhance this at a
1: later point
4: yeah but i want more than just one room you know, it's just kind. Of, yes, I know they can they can change it and stuff, but the grumpy part of me says they obviously had a great spent a great deal of time with our assets, and design assets, with the UI. Mm-hmm. And they have done some of that accessibility, and then used the spare bits to to make this a bit different. I don't know. I just don't like the thought of having these concourses and things like that, which all of us had in our head when we thought space legs. We thought, great, we can walk around the station, we can meet you know our commanders and all this sort of stuff in our heads we had it more than just a single room in a space station that looks the same apart from a, a bit of color difference and right. I, I, yeah sorry yeah
1: um well we're going to move on from from that uh Just on a more positive note, LaveCon tickets on the 3rd and 4th of July. Uh, the first batch of gold and platinum tickets have sold out. Um, there is likely to be a second batch of gold, platinum, as well as gold camping. Uh, once, um, Karen has sorted out all the volunteer places, uh, there is a waiting list for these. So, um, get on the list if you can um if you can't get those the they're not going to run out of bronze or silver tickets Um uh, so don't panic uh panic if you want to buy a different ticket um do get in contact with uh karen if you've got any questions uh on or to go on the waiting list for the gold platinum and uh, we will send uh put karen's contact
4: i know the bronze tickets are um, basically, they get you in for the day. But do you remember what the silver tickets are? Because I know people will be asking you what's the difference.
1: You know, I don't know. I think it's just dinner.
2: Silver tickets get you lunch,
1: yeah. There you go. Right. Now, obviously, uh this Friday, um, Sagittarius Eye ep- episode... Uh, let me start that again. Sagittarius I issue 35, will be released on this Friday, the 23rd of April. Um, we do have something for us...
0: Uh, ...from our our missing souverine. Greetings, commanders. After a few months' holiday, we are absolutely thrilled... ...to say that Sagittarius Eye magazine is returning this month. Issue 35 will release this coming Friday, 23rd of April. Sagittarius Eye is the premier community-made Elite Dangerous magazine... ...established in 3303. We cover all manner of topics relating to life in the Pilots' Federation... The magazine is a completely free download made by fans for fans. The reintroduction of Galnet, community goals and narrative to the Elite Dangerous universe last year and the announcement of Odyssey have really energized our team. Our designers and editors involved in making the magazine have returned from their holiday full of enthusiasm to get back to their typewriters and boxes of crayons. This is probably the most exciting moment for Elite Dangerous since the release of the game in 2014 and we couldn't be happier to be there for it. The new series of Sagittarius I will cover the elite dangerous galaxy as it always has, by commanders for commanders. The magazine will be all about player-generated stories. What you fly, where you go, how you fight, where you explore, what you get up to in Frontier's wonderful galaxy. We'll feature player groups, ship builds, exploration guides, expedition write-ups, event reviews, equipment guides, interviews, deep dives into the game's lore and history and much more. For the duration of this series, the magazine will revert to its original release pattern of monthly issues across all formats. On the subject of formats, we're adding a new one to our offering for this series. For the first time, we're going to make printed copies available to readers. Small batch printing and postage is very expensive, so it'll be added as a premium tier on our Patreon page, but we're happy that the option will finally be there for readers who have long asked for it. As well as that, we will offer the magazine in regular web PDF, mobile friendly PDF, and fully voice acted podcast, perfect for cockpit listening. Each format will feature the same well researched and carefully edited articles designed to enliven your travels around the bubble and beyond. Sagittarius Eye issue 35 will arrive on Friday, April 23rd. Disembark at Sagittarius Eye.com from 5 pm British Summer Time to catch it.
4: Excellent. Alan Souverine got his telephone voice on. <laughs> <laughs> in that bit. It's like he's got his past telephone voice. But uh, in all seriousness, it's great to have Sag back. I, I think those of us who followed it before it went away have missed it. So, yeah, looking forward to uh, it coming out on Friday. Excellent. Right. Just quickly, any other business? No,
1: Ben, you swore earlier. You wanted to carry on swearing?
2: Yeah. I did mention that the other space game has a, has gotten its, has finally gotten it to its PTU, Um, and we thought that the Alpha's Odyssey, Alpha's Odyssey? Odyssey's Alpha has been bad. The various Alpha and Beta phases for this iteration of Star Citizen have been atrocious, frankly. Um, I think it's currently about three weeks behind schedule and It's adding in, in some ways, quite a lot of good features, in some ways, not a lot. Uh, Mm -hmm. We're finally getting the equivalent of of ship launch fighters. And also, in only dangerous terms, imagine you could go off and dock a cutter to the outside of a Coriolis or something like that. Or maybe more accurately, actually. Imagine you were coming up to an outpost and the outpost extended a docking arm to your cutter's Docking hatch, and then you walked out onto that. That might be more accurate, I guess. Yeah, there's better reputation systems, which is actually that's looking quite impressive, to be honest. The ship launch fighters are. I love I love my SLF in Elite Dangerous, and I've had, I almost prefer flying them to the bigger ships. But my lord, docking you know, takeoff is a thing of beauty in Elite Dangerous. Mm-hmm. And t- when I first launched from in Star Citizen, it was scary as hell. Um, and when I tried landing in Star Citizen, um, in Elite Dangerous, obviously, you know, we approach this area and essentially we auto-dock onto it, yes? Yes. In Star Citizen, you, you've got the option you can either do something similar to that or you can do it fully manual and you are literally almost like docking with the ISS and it's like, get your roll pitch, your everything exact, come in slow as hell and then hope and you'll eventually, you'll dock. Or you can press and hold land to land and it'll auto land you. When I tried that, mm-hmm. I shot forward, backwards, up, down, and then I wound up being wedged inside the, inside of two components of my ship. Never to escape. So, yes, oh, oh, we, you know, we think things are rough and really dangerous. Be glad you ain't trying to use a fighter in, in Star Citizen at the moment.
1: Right.
4: Well, um, the last week we had quite an interesting little question. Hold on, Colin. Sorry, we want to reverse back what Ben was about Star Citizen. Um, looking at the uh, image on the uh, on the show notes for star citizen. Oh yes, it, yes. It, it just shows the difference between um, Odyssey planetary tech and Star Citizen planetary yeah, that,
2: tech. Yeah, that that's fair enough.
4: Um even though the uh, the commander looks like he's wearing a Crypsis paint skin suit. But yeah, it just really shows a difference in technology and yeah, I, I think I think in fairness that is the one area where Frontier have nailed Odyssey. That I, I mean,
2: I, I like, I think that, that looks quite pretty, I think. Um, and I like the lighting on it personally, but yeah.
4: Well, since you two have finally
1: finished gushing. <laughs> um, right. After uh, the surprising discussion mm-hmm. we had in the last week's show, um, as we put a question out, uh, which was effectively, um, if FDev put some basic emotes in for free, you know, wave, thumbs up, Viva Victory, etc. Would people be willing to pay ARCs for the ability to do extra emotes? And we got quite a lot of replies to this one. Um, I think it's fair to say that uh, about two-thirds of people wanted, would be willing to pay for emotes. A lot of them thought emotes would be essential. (laughs) Was there any favourites that uh, you guys thought was... uh,
2: I did see a lot of people making, you know, wanting the Rimmer salute, like you mentioned the other day. Um, I also there was also one person, and I'll dig his name up because I want to give him credit. It was the, you know, the Babylon Five. Oh, I can't. I have not got it to hand. So, so sorry, whoever had the Babylon. You know, the best are going be seeing you or from oh, yeah. the prisoner as well. You know, I love the idea of just being you know, able to, you know, be seeing you. You know, as a oh, the single a well. finger
4: salute, wasn't it? Or the single.
2: <laughs> that's a different kind of salute, but yes, no
4: they used to do a salute, but with just one or two fingers, didn't they?
2: It's basically you're making a circle with your hand, you're making a circle with your thumb thumb and forefinger, and then the rest of it is like kind of you are going up a bit and that's, it looks that's yeah. gandalf
4: <laughs> okay <laughs> anyway, yeah, I mean it was an interesting thread, actually, but I think mm. one thing it does demonstrate. Uh, whether paid for or not, is the desire for people to have different sorts of expressions other than squatting the people. And yeah. I think that kind of does demonstrate that.
2: The majority important. did, but there was a lot of people saying no. You know, A, a significant minority said the, no to anything.
3: I, I think that would probably... Be... Be no to willing to spend arcs, but I'm, mm. I'm looking at the thread, they're, they're looking at the sort of responses. They were still, um, very would still want to have emotes. It's just that, yeah, people would be willing to pay for them as well, yeah. you know.
1: I especially like Alec Turner, who wanted all the um, the swap hand signals <laughs> <laughs> just over the rest of his team.
4: Uh, does uh, anyone know what they mean, those hand signals, other than if you're in a SWAT? Well, yeah, he's, he's actually displayed. Yes, um, learning. What, I mean, everyone, everyone sees in the films, if people point at the eyes, then point to where to look and all that sort of stuff that goes on. But I, I don't know. I, I think I just want basic ones, really, would be enough for me. Yeah, apparently
1: that's watch watch or see. So basically if you point your eyes and point forward, you just watch that person that you're pointing to. Yeah,
4: I'd want that. Yeah. I'd want a, you go first emote. So when you're doing a mission, you, know, you go first, you see. You see. Some... Yes. <laughs> Shan will be
1: bravely leading up from the rear. <laughs> yes. We've had uh, Ciara. He wants um, the Sleepy Pete video thinks would have been improved immeasurably with emotes. Rubber Nook wants the Kumu Burger, official stance. Not quite so sure what that is, but Dr. Stranglug, he
4: wants a, a combination of moves that he can put into a dance. Uh, and, yeah. It's interesting you say that, because in the MMO Age of Conan, you could you could learn various dances from various tribes and races. And by using key presses you could perform certain dance moves to do your dances. And also in, again, been a bit been all episodes, so going to, in Guild Wars, you used to be able to do the dance emote, but if you put a dot after the end of it, what it would do is it would pause a certain number of frames so you could sync dance with people next to you. So you didn't have to keep going one, two, three, press. It would have actually enable you to, to sync up and, and do emotes and stuff like that together. So... Definite demand for it, and that was fifteen years ago. The Chris Mark IV has suggested that you want a licking your helmet
1: visor remote. It sounds like something venom would do, doesn't it? You're
4: the one that wants to taste everything with your tongue, Sean. I'd say I wanted to. I said if you just the instinctive thing people do when they're in movies and stuff, they touch it and then you put them out and lick it. And then that's when they get got by something, but never mind that bit
1: right does anybody have any final business before I do the shout outs
2: yeah we do have a dark wheel update that I totally and utterly forgot to put into the show notes because my when my PC crashed I put it into the show notes and then it crashed and then I forgot then I forgot to check if it was in there so anyway the dark wheel update uh, they are in expansion at the moment and are soon landing at the Lft 509 test set test site um so it's very exciting times and then Hopefully when they land there and expand again, probably, well, Kaizen is feeling rather negative if nothing happens when they land at lft five oh zero nine and they don't expand into that. But we shall see, because that's what science is, and even negative science is still science.
1: Right. Uh, Just say hi to our sister station, Hutton Orbital Radio. It broadcasts on a Thursday at uh, half past eight British summertime. You can tune in at twitch.tv hutton orbital truckers, or if you just want the audio at radio.forthemug.com. For the descending commander that likes a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash elite dangerous CQC. We'd like to give all the shout outs, the following elite dangerous podcasts which have appeared. So that's, uh, loose screws, elite wheat, flight assist, and uh, The Elite Cast for Spanish speakers, Canon Podcast, Fatherhood Podcast, Squeaking Fuel, System Chat, The Guard Frequency, and Allegrab AM. Um, for those of you who would also like a literary discussion about science fiction and fantasy books, please subscribe to the Slate podcast as created by Alan Stroud, our station commander. Um, following this, we should have the latest Galnet News Digest as provided by Commander Witherspoon and Commander Beetlejude. Um, special thanks always goes to Commander Tokuso for creating the music for the introduction of the show. And we'd also like to thank anybody who's chipped in on the Twitch chat and the any in-game commanders who have buzzed Ben? Uh, have you been buzzed, Ben?
2: I'm sure Karash has come and visited me a wee bit.
1: Oh, oh, so was so? Nice. Yes, yeah,
2: so he, he's come along and said hi, and now I'm getting the Federal Security Services coming to say hi as well.
1: Oh, right. Um, okay, so
4: Shan, you have one final comment. I told you I could go an entire show without being controversial.
3: I mean, I'm still. The time is still running.
4: I know.
1: Well, there, there is a first. Ladies and gentlemen, hell has frozen over. <laughs> and it must be the end of some kind of era. It really must. But that is it for another episode of Lave Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email info at laveradio.com. Hit us up on facebook.com slash laveradio. Tweet us at laveradio. You can join our Discord server by going to discord.io slash radio. We also have a TeamSpeak server where commanders like to hang out and chat and you can find that at Teamspeak.LaveRadio.com. Do get in touch if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. Uh, live Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 and streamed out at liveradio.com slash live. So, thanks to Shan, thanks to Ben and to Cykit, And special thanks to today's tech specialist, the Chris For But until next time, commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous. Is your life like this? I was someone
6: having an orange inserted. <laughs> <No. laughs> Need a safe one.
2: Two seconds, I'll be right back.
8: Gunner News Digest, twentieth of April, thirty-three oh seven. We read the news so you don't have to.
5: In this week's news. STUFFED WITH GREENERY THE ULTIMATE QUESTION OF LIFE INSUFFICIENT GENETIC DIVERSITY STUFFED WITH GREENERY The Odyssey Galaxy Simulator has been trialling new ways of finding new life and new vegetable plots and boldly scanning where no wearer of a trendy white and orange Artemis explorer suit has scanned before. But
8: it hasn't all been plain sailing. The detailed surface scanner has been correctly identifying that the part of the planet with geology is all of it. But that's not, apparently, what fussy commanders want. What these fair-weather explorers want is for the scanner to point them to the bits of the planet with interesting geology, which means geology that moves, geology that issues fire or steam, and generally geology that's different from the
5: geology of all the boring bits of the planet. And yes, we know that the origin of the word geology refers specifically to the planet Earth. But if you think we're going to start talking about Adityan c twelve three ology well, you're just plain wrong.
8: The Pilots' Federation has attempted to improve the operation of the so-called heat map that the detailed surface scanner creates, there is apparently now a reasonable possibility that one of the many colours displayed may well indicate the actual location of some of the biology. However, no one yet knows which of the colours means it's over here, and which
5: means close but no weird-looking space conch here. The geology problems remain, if not intractable, at least yet not successfully tracted. And many planets will remain, for the foreseeable future, a uniform shade of unhelpful green. The ultimate question of life.
8: The densely packed environment of the galaxy simulation has meant that new species that in the real galaxy might be separated by thousands of light years of nothing much of interest, are instead placed cheek by jowl in splendid profusion. And just as the discovery of the diversity of life on the Galapagos Archipelago led the pioneering beard wearer Charles Darwin to formulate some interesting ideas about how life came to look like it does, or at least did until World War III nearly eradicated life on the Galapagos Islands, a process of extermination that was completed shortly afterwards by the rising sea levels, the diversity, or rather lack of it on the planets in the Galaxy Simulator have led some to question just how the life got there in the first
5: place. Having surveyed far and wide, the expectation is generally that there might be a dozen different types of plant in the galaxy. Perhaps a few more, perhaps a little less. And we're being generous with the term plant. There are space funguses, space grass, space loofahs, space coconuts with spiky bits coming out giant space table tennis bats with lots of holes in, and, most exciting of all, space patches of slimy but otherwise featureless bacteria. And despite minor differences from one planet to another, they're basically all the same everywhere. So, is this some really, really
8: strong evidence for parallel evolution on a galactic scale? Was Fred Hoyle the brilliant but controversial astronomer right when he claimed that life on planets has come from space, distributed on asteroids and interstellar particles? Could these blants have been deliberately seeded by the Thargoids, or perhaps by the Guardians, long before humanity existed, let alone
5: attempted to leave Earth? Some radical creationist thinkers believe that the galaxy, and all the life in it, was created by an art department, working in a fenny part of planet Earth. But of course, that flies in the face of all scientific rationalism, and must be discounted out of hand by all right-thinking commanders.
8: Insufficient genetic diversity. Commanders who have braved the green planet of death, and who have made their way down to the surface, and who have found some... Form of exciting new biology, and who have had the foresight to equip themselves with the Artemis suit, which is the only one with a pocket large enough to hold the Dyson scanner, the genetic sampling and genomic analysis device that allows plant life to be discovered, have been almost uniform in their praise of the operation of this complex piece of equipment. The blast ring image generation mechanism used by the Dyson scanner requires, or required, an unusual amount of manual skill to operate, and commanders
5: have been keen to show off their prowess in using this complicated piece of technology. So imagine everyone's shock when the Pilots' Federation announced that it had decided unilaterally to automate completely the operation of the Dyson Scanner using technology known as computers. These fiendishly clever computers are capable of taking all the drudgery and skill out of all manner of pursuits. Supercruise flight and docking have already been dealt with by these clever little gadgets, and scanning alien lifeforms seems to be next on the list for the forward march of modern technology.
8: There has been a veritable wailing and gnashing of teeth by skilled operators of the Dyson Scanner. A range of lime green baseball caps with the insufficient genetic diversity slogan, celebrating one of the key features of the Mark 1 Dyson scanner, this being worn by fans of the devices, part of the campaign to return to the era before computers, when machinery was simpler and easier to understand, if not necessarily to operate.
5: But... Like the saboteurs, who really never did throw wooden clogs into industrial machinery, there's nothing that can be done to bring back the craft culture of yesterweek. A few sad souls have begged for a skill-based manual matching process to replace the existing rhythm method of sampling biology. But the twenty-sided die of fate has been cast and the natural one of inevitability has decreed that there is insufficient time left to do anything other than have a point-and-click approach to biology.
8: Commanders everywhere are now hoping the Pilots' Federation will create a Dyson Mark I Tamagotchi toy to recreate the thrill of operating the three spinning-ring splendour of the original manual Dyson scanner.
5: And that's this week's Biology News.
8: Galnet News, we scan the plant life so you don't have to On the Galactic on the Galacca on the Galapagos Arc on the Galapagos archipelago, on the Galap on the Galapagos Ar, on the Galacca. Nearly eradicated life on the, Galap- on the Galapagos Islands. Galapagos Islands. <sighs> the diversity of life on the Galapagos... The genetic sampling and... The genetic... Sam- the genetic sampling and genomic... The genetic sampling and genomic. The genetic sampling and genomic... Of- oh, my God. The genetic sampling and genomic... Of- the genetic sampling... And-